8, John chapter 8 and verse 30. And i just like to thank my dad for the opportunity while I was here, back here from school just to be able to preach and to um, put into practice what I've been trying to learn while I'm at Bible college. And it's a great honor to be here. And I just um, would like to go ahead and just pray, and then we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to be here, Lord. I just pray that you would bless, Lord, that um, I'd be able to preach the word that you have, Lord, that you'd preach through me, Lord, that it wouldn't be me, Lord, that it would be all of you, Lord. I just pray that you would bless tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The verses that we're going to be um, preaching out of tonight is John chapter 8 and verse 31, 32. And Jesus, um, we'll get a little bit of background once we read it. And it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And the world today is just it's crying, really crying out for freedom, or their idea of freedom. Everywhere you go, you have people who are saying, I want to be free from rules. I want to be free from authority. I want to be free so I can do my own thing. I want to be, they're saying, I'm expressing my freedom. Or I just want to be free from this. Or I just want to be free from whatever they're saying is holding them in bondage. And some people are seeking freedom from their past, which haunts them using, using liquor and drugs and such things to try to remove those memories from them so they can be, quote-unquote, free from them. But oftentimes, in trying to free themselves from that, they put, they're actually putting themselves in a much more oppressive bondage of sin, and they keep putting themselves more and more into that bondage while they're saying they're free. And even in churches all across America, even good churches, we have people who are saved or believe they're saved that want but still don't feel that they're truly free. They still feel, what is holding me back? I'm still in bondage to something. I can't get over it. And you know what? God created us and He knew all humans want to be free. We all want to be free from just free. And God knows that. He created with that. And He is not going to... not. He's not going to neglect us from that. And Jesus is talking to the Pharisees here. And he's saying, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we might ask the question, well, what is the truth? How can the truth make us free? And I believe the answer is in this passage. Just a little bit of background before we actually get into preaching is Jesus is in the temple. This is right after the Feast of the Tabernacles. He's been up there teaching and the Jews have been, uh, the Jewish leaders, the Pharisees, the people who do not trust Jesus, who think, do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah, had falsely accusing him of just lying and bringing false accusations against him. Just at the beginning of this chapter, in John chapter 8, the Pharisees have brought, and the scribes have brought a woman taken in adultery in the very act before Jesus, tempting him and trying to get him to slip up so they can accuse him before the people. And then Jesus is just teaching and going through and teaching the Pharisees. The Pharisees were so tied up with what they were doing and their religious traditions and what they thought that they had left God's word oftentimes completely out of their system, out of their system of beliefs. They were doing what they wanted to do. And they all wanted the Messiah to come, but they wanted the Messiah of their way. They wanted the Messiah that would agree with them. 
And Jesus wanted to free them, but not just physically from the bondage of Rome, but he wanted, which is what they wanted. They wanted to be free from the bondage of Rome, but Jesus didn't want to free them physically near as much as he wanted to free them spiritually, is how, where he wanted to free them. And to the, as Jesus is going through teaching them, in verse 28 and 29, as he's teaching them, in verse 30 we find out, and as he spake, many believed on him. And then in verse 31, then Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him. So these are Pharisees and scribes which believed on Jesus. Jesus is talking to the religious leaders who profess belief on him. The Bible says many believed on him, and Jesus wanted to set these people free from the deception and power of sin. Jesus is not offering some mystical experience where you feel, wait a second, now I'm free. I'm something that it's all of a sudden something, you know, some mystical, some experience, or some superhero Christian powers. Jesus is giving us something simple that is real. And if you are saved here tonight, you can be free in Christ. It isn't something that is only for the super Christian or something that is only for those, the spiritual elite. And we ask the simple question, how could those who professed belief in Jesus Christ experience the freedom of true discipleship? And the answer to that is right in this passage, by continuing in his word. Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And I did a little bit of word study on the word continue and what it isn't talking about. What it's talking about is to remain, to abide, not to depart, to be held, kept, continue, but here's a, to live in. All right, we are to, if Jesus is saying, if you continue in my word, you need to continue in my word. It's, we need to live in God's word. Jesus was telling the Pharisees to continue in his word. They had to take his word for their governing, governing principles, not their traditions. They were to take Jesus' words and allow them to dictate how they live their lives. It was a commitment and a total change in thinking of values for the Jewish leaders. You know, this wasn't a small choice for them. It was an overthrow of everything they had been believed and everything they taught themselves. You know what? Jesus was saying, if you continue in my word, we can't just continue in any word, but it's Jesus' word that we must continue in. We are to live and abide in God's word. We must make the choice to stay in the word. And let the word do its work in our lives. It's not just reading and studying, though that is very important in the word of God. But living every day in the word and in its commands. It's living day after day in the truth and power of God's word. It's God's, when Jesus is saying, continue in my word, it's God's word, Jesus' word, that should control and govern our lives. The Bible should change how we live our lives more and more each day as we spend time in the Bible. When he's saying, continue in my word, it's, it's living in his word, not just, and it's not just a one-time event. It isn't something that, you know, I'm going to continue in his word today, and that's good enough. It's a life decision. It's a decision that is, takes up our entire life, every day, our life. Jesus was not telling the Pharisees, hey, come try out this new teachings I have. And it wasn't new. It was Bible from the beginning to the end. But 
he said, he's not saying, come, just try this out. It was to be a total surrender of everything. When continue in my word, it's, we're going to live in his word and let that dictate to us what we're doing. Is, see, God's word demands obedience. If we're going to take God's word as God's actual word, it demands obedience. And if we're going to live in it, and we're going to abide in it, and we're going to make that our governing principles, then obviously we're going to have to obey it. And if you are saved, if you, they, Jesus is talking to those who said, we believe on you. Many believed on him. You will continue in his word. It, it should become your way of life to be in the word of God and having that, not just in it, but having it in you, as in governing you, as in, you can, can you stray? Yes, oftentimes Christians, we leave God's word and we, I don't know why I do it myself. I, everybody does it and I fail so many times. But if you are truly abiding and continuing in God's word, you will come back. There should be a desire in your heart if you're truly living in God's word. Even though you leave, there should be a desire to come back and let that rule. You know, a dog has its master and an ox is, is obviously going to return to where it knows it needs to be. And if we are the children of God, shouldn't we come back to where we need to be and continue in his word? And we, we should be, shouldn't we be glad to stay under his influence and protection? If you're not experiencing the freedom of Christ today, there's really only two possibilities. You either, some of the Jews, obviously, as we find out later, Later in the context, they actually take up stones to stone Jesus for claiming to be God. So obviously some of these people truly did not believe on Jesus as their Messiah, as their God. But there's, so some, some, for some people, they haven't believed on God. But one thing of most common factor is we're simply not letting God's word control our lives completely and totally. We are getting out of his will, as we would say. Every day and every hour of our life should be under the guidance of God's word. At the home, you know, at home, where we work, at where, um, if we're young like me, where we go to school, the church, just the coffee shop, just hanging out, with our bodies and with our minds, all should be controlled by the word of God. Because we, if we are living in the word of God and abiding in the word of God, it's going to have an influence on us. And this is the influence it should have on us is to... We should go to the Word of God and it should tell us what we should do. You must let the Word of God be the controlling factor in your decisions. And I'm not just preaching to everybody. I need this so much myself. This Word of God, when Jesus is saying to these Pharisees, if you believed on me, you're going to continue in my Word. And this is what's going to happen. To allow God to control your life on an hour-to-hour basis is to live as a disciple. Because then are you my disciples indeed. And to continue in his worth, in his tr- word, in truth. And if you're continuing and abiding in God's word, the, re- the result is you will be a disciple. And a disciple is someone who's following Christ, is learning, is a pupil of Christ, is under the discipline of Christ. If you continue and abide in the word of God, the result is you're going to be a disciple indeed. When, con- when you are continuing in the word, you are placing yourself 
under the authority of Jesus, which is where you want to be. You want, if you are saved, you want to be under the authority of Jesus because he is the one who bought you with his blood. You should be under his authority because he knows what's best for you and he does always do what's best for you if you will listen to him. We are, we're going to be a, if we're going to be a follower of Christ, we are to follow his commands and learn like a student from a teacher. We need to let him tell us what to do, let God's word teach us and guide us through life. And we are under, under the discipline of Jesus. We are no longer in control, and we've turned ourselves over to Jesus. We, that's why we are His disciples, like a player, um, like a player on a basket on a team, and the coach. We we need to let Jesus teach us, train us, discipline us, so that we can be who He wants us to be, not who we want to be. We need to realize that He does know what is best, and He always does what is best. The more we abide in his word, the more we will know him. We need to get as close. If we want to be, if we're truly children of Jesus, children of God, we need to get as close as we possibly can to God. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more we will identify and understand the teachings of Jesus. Because the more we continue in his word, and then we're disciples, the more we're that, the more we will understand who Jesus is. And once we're there, Jesus is telling these Pharisees, and ye shall know the truth. And it's the truth that will make them free. But what is the truth? The truth is Jesus. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that. And He is the only one who can set us free. He can do everything we need Him to do. And He created us and knows everything about us. And yet He still loves us. And He still wants to do a great work in our lives. Once we, begin, once we make that choice and begin to abide in God's word and to follow him, we will, we will know the truth. As we, the more we continue in his word, the more truth we will know. And we will know the word be, because the word is the word of God. And the truth is Jesus Christ. And we will also know the truth about our lives and what Jesus has done for us. We will, we will know our need of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. Jesus Christ has done... So much for us in saving us. And now, if we, as we continue in his word, he's going to be guiding us and showing us what we need to do and showing me, you know, where, where you need to go, what, um, what choices to make in life, um, just guiding and giving us what we need. And the more we know the truth, the more control we will let Jesus Christ have over our lives. And the more control Jesus has over our lives... The, the more we'll, the, we'll, we'll be closer to him. Jesus is the only one who has the power to set us free over sin. And the more power he has in our life, the more liberated we're going to be from ourselves. The more we give him control, the more, less control we have. And the less control we have, the more control he has. And when he has control, we're going to be doing what he wants us to do which is what we should desire to do. If we are truly his disciples, we should be desiring what he has for us. So the, more, the answer to that is we continue in his word and continue in his word, abide, live, make our decisions based on the word of God. Let the word of God make our decisions for us. Then we'll be closer to God and then God will have more control over our lives. And as we continue in his word, we will be his disciples and we will understand more and more about him. 
And it's the truth that will set us free. Because the only person who can set us free from our sin is Jesus Christ. The only person who can set us free from having to do it ourselves is Jesus Christ. The only person who can set us free from our past, set us free from things that we want to forget, set us free so we can move forward is Jesus Christ. But it's not some, like I said at the beginning, it's not some mystical thing or some feeling that comes over you. It's simply letting God have control of your life and letting Him worry about what's ahead. Because when when He's in control and He's worrying about what is ahead, we don't have to worry about it and we can simply be free to serve Him. Because when when we let God, when we continue in His Word and let His Word make our decisions for us, we're now obeying Him. And then He can make our decisions for us through His Word. And then we're doing what He has for us. And then he can take care of what um, we're so worried about. If we just give it to him, he can take care of it. And then we're free from having to worry about that. You can be free, you can be free in the knowledge that God is looking out for you. That, that you can take your sin to Jesus and he will forgive and cleanse. You know, we can be free in the knowledge when we are saved that Jesus is our father. And we can go to him anytime we need When we have failed, we know we can come back to Him. And we are free in that knowledge that we don't have to take care of it ourselves. We can come back to Him and get on our knees and just ask for forgiveness from Him. And He can cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we can come boldly before the throne of grace for Jesus. And we can be free in that knowledge that we can come to God anytime we need. That we don't have to do it ourselves. We, We are free when we are continuing in His Word, because Jesus Christ has done it all. When we let the Word of God live in us and through us, we will experience the greatest freedom in the world. Now, we don't have to worry about so many things because we're free to obey God. We're not the ones making the decisions. It's God. And oftentimes, when we get out of, when we get out of God's Word, when we stop continuing in God's Word, we're like, well... I need to be free from the sin that's besetting me. I need to be free from this burden of worry or whatever. So let me go read this book about this. Or let me go um, try this program that's really supposed to help me. But you know what? The only thing that's really going to relieve us from the burdens and give us the strength to live the Christian life is Jesus Christ. He is the one, He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the one who started, He's the one who's going to give us the strength. To go through. And Jesus is saying to these Pharisees, some who say, We believe on you, Jesus. If you believe on me, number, if you're saved, you will continue in his word. But as we purposely let the, let the Bible, let God's word make the decisions for us, we become closer and closer to Christ, who then we know him more. We are disciples, we're following him, we're learning from him. And then we know the truth, and we know the truth. Because it is God. As we get closer and closer to God, we know more and more the truth. And the truth can set us free. Because Jesus is the one who's making the decisions for us. He is the one who's taking care of it. And just, I just want to challenge you. And I, it's been a challenge to me as I've been going through it. And I actually started realizing what exactly the passage was saying. That if... I want to be closer to God. If I want to be free so God can truly use me, I need to be in His Word and letting His Word make the decisions for me. So 
I'm not saying, well, what is I want to do? I'm going, what does the Bible say that I need to be doing here? And I keep going back to abiding and living every hour, every decision, every part of me in the Word. And that's when we become His disciples, because we are His disciples when we're saved, but we're truly following and living under the discipline of Jesus Christ. And that's what sets us free, is when we let Jesus run the show, basically, one way to put it, when we let Jesus control what we're doing. This one, close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come before you, Lord, and um, just be able to preach. I just pray that your word would have done its work, Lord, and that it would speak to hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.